Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sporting 160 EN podcast number 120. And let me just go straight to our panel. We're joined by the great one. Welcome back, Seth. It's good to have you back. How you been, bro? I've been pretty good. Yeah, busy, but uh, finally I'm, I was able to swing by and uh, do a podcast with you guys. But you guys been handling pretty good with Chan. So no worries about that. So the... Upapi is back for one show. <laughs> no, one and more, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> and also joined by Christian. Christian, how are you, dude? I'm doing good, man. Uh, coming off a uh, good result. Feeling good about the squad. A little anxious about what's still to come. There's certainly some more movement to come, I think. But as of right now, on paper, man, we have a hell of a squad. Um so, yeah, hopefully uh, there's no departures before Saturday, at least, right? <laughs> I'd agree. I'd I, I honestly think uh, no departures, and uh, we're beating this little team in uh, France called PSG, to be honest with you. like <laughs> A little overrated, in my opinion. <laughs> but, we could uh, yeah, hang that's... with them, bro, if we had no departures. but By September 15th, or like, well, that would be match day one. Um, I think it's September 15th. So I guess we have to draw them first, but I feel like it's uh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I feel then like more Juve, because Juve's in. Juve, we can get them both actually, because I think Juve's in pot three potentially. No, I or, checked yesterday. They're also in pot two. Okay, so we're getting PSG or Juve guaranteed. Hmm. Or 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 United. <laughs> it, one of our former players are going to haunt us for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't mind sure. Juventus. That would be pretty sweet to to watch. Yeah, Ronaldo. but Ronaldo would score though, <laughs> like guaranteed. <laughs> Without a luck, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go straight into the uh, Twitter questions. Um, starting with this first one, we have a few more. Starting with the first one at Slickback, uh, Eric C. Uh, he asks, um, "Who are you guys hoping we sign? I think a striker should be our top priority. It's nice to see Pauline picking up his form." Uh, but we can't solely rely on him, and I personally think Tite uh, isn't good enough to stay in the squad this season. Uh, Steph, what do you think about that, dude? No, I think Tite is good enough, uh, but uh, Paulinho, he'll be uh, the number one all the time for uh, Ruben Amorim. There's no doubts about that. Uh, I do agree that we do need another strike, so, somebody similar to Slimani or, or Basdost, that kind of striker. That's what we need. Uh, I think Tete is good enough. Uh, people forget that he's only, what, 21, I believe? Um, I don't even think that. I think, like, 19, maybe. Um, okay, so there it is. He's still... Yeah. So we can't give up on our youth so easily. Um, so And, and that's why he, that's why he, he doesn't start. Uh, Paulinho is because he's more mature. He's a more complete player. And he comes in when uh, uh, to relieve Paulinho. Uh, for 15, 20 minutes, but I have a lot of faith in uh, in Tete. But I do agree, we do need another striker. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, next question uh, comes from uh, our boy Sam, who couldn't make it today. He asks, even though if it was only one game, do you think Javon should start against Braga? Um, I'll ask both of you that question, but uh, I'll start with you first, Chris. Uh, I mean. We were kind of shitting on him uh, in our group chat the entire first half. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm down for him to not start. But at the same time, it's like 
I feel like he, he doesn't need a blow to his confidence like that, like this soon. I, I think you kind of have to, although I wish he just never started to begin with. But I think that now we're here, he has to, to start at least two or three more games. I mean, if it looks like that again, then I don't think, then you can think about not starting him for the next game. But even if it's a little bit better, you just got to keep rolling with them because you don't want to like mentally uh, kill him so early. You know, it's, it's week one. <laughs> Yeah. Fox, how about you, Steph? What do you think? No, definitely. we got to start him. I mean, he didn't have a terrible game, uh, you know, but, uh, against Vizela. The, the team, that when when Vizela came to Sporting Avala, they, they, uh, they, they didn't park the bus. They came to play, you know, head-to-head against Sporting, and I appreciate teams like that, actually. And and uh, in the first half, they they – they basically controlled sports first, like, pretty well. The first like five yeah. minutes were their were their best five minutes, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They scored a goal. They did score. They did Outside. score. It was upside. Yeah, yeah. Those first five minutes, I was like, are we in for something? Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. We, thankfully we weren't. But yeah. yeah, exactly. But no, I think I think Giovanni is uh he should start again. I mean, one game is one game, but uh, let's talk about the uh, against Braga and the Super Tassi. He played phenomenal. So, of course, he's got to start. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say yes, yes. Yeah, I, I'll agree. I'll agree. I think uh, Nuno Menz is going to be our uh, our super sub this season, or at least for the beginning, at least, uh, because he also came off the bench and, and I mean, beautiful assist to Pauling. Um, anyways, you, next you question. Mean, you mean Nuno Sense? Sorry, what did I say? Nuno Menz? Yeah. Nuno Sense. Nuno Sense. Uh, next question comes in from uh, Creator at Creator zero ninety. Um, they ask, uh, "We've we've gone from Nunu to Mateus Nunes to Palinga. Um, Who do you think will leave, if any, and how much will we get?" Uh, we were actually just talking about this off off camera too. So I'll start with you, Steph. Uh, who do you think, or do you think we are going to sell anybody? Well, it's it's. Uh, I'll put it this way: uh, Sporting should only sell sell it by a good amount of money because uh, we, we do have the upper hand. Uh, we're not in panic mode. I mean, uh, Olympiacs just got... Not yet. We still have a couple more weeks, and then we'll be in panic mode. No, no I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, I, 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 I really trust the administration as far as the finances. I think they have a plan A, B, and C. Uh, because they, they, they keep on saying, you know, we don't have to sell anybody. We're getting $27 million from uh, the Champions League. Uh, we just got a 1.1 more million because of Olympiacs got eliminated. I read. I still don't understand why, but whatever. We got an extra million because of the ranking system. Uh, that's how. That's that's why. Um, and then I think if Befica gets eliminated, we get more money. And I think there's two more teams. I'm not, I'm forgetting the names. So we could potentially get uh three point something million additional without without doing anything. We we just got, got seven hundred thousand dollars from Montes Pereira. Yeah. Uh, yep. So you know honestly if we don't sell anybody that would be great. But uh uh out of those three players uh I wouldn't mind Mateus Nunes. But I like him too though. I like him too because the way he carries the ball and he never lo- loses the ball it's awesome. But I would, I don't want Pelinian to go, and now I, I don't want Nunes to go. So if I had a choice to sell one of those three, it would be Mateus Nunes. 
How about you, Chris? Uh, yeah, I would feel, I mean, obviously I don't want to sell, I don't want to sell any of these three players. Matthias Nunes has really, really like shot up the power rankings, um, recently, I would say. Well, not recently. I mean, the dude's career looks like this. It's just a consistent ascent. It just keeps like, we don't like, where can it reach the top? Literally the top. So it's like a rocket. It's like a rocket. (laughs) So yeah, he just keeps continuing to pr- improve. I mean, he he's improved so much that Braganza wasn't even dressed for the Supertasa. That's how much yeah. he's he's evolved quickly. Um, but also at the same time, I thought Ruben Vinagre was excellent against uh, Vizela. Granted, it, it granted it was Vizela, right? Which is in theory going to be one of the weaker teams, but it's still his first game for Sporting. It is kind of uh, like on emergency notice. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, that's not easy to do in your first game. Like with like, oh, you're starting in two days or three days notice, you know, it's, it's not easy. Um, there's pressure. Um, so yeah, yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was excellent. So it, it honestly made me feel a little bit more comfortable with a potential Nooner men's departure because we have a very direct replacement that, you know, we know is quality. Um, you know, it would, it would guarantee that we're going to hit the option to buy, because um, he's going to be the consistent starter, but I mean, okay, right? I mean, he's a quality player. Uh, I kind of assumed that Nuno Mendes was gone when he was purchased, anyways, and then all the Nuno Mendes rumors just died down a little bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I'm going to have to go Nuno Mendes, but I think, unfortunately, it's going to be the one that we don't want to leave the most. Alinga is the it will be the one that leaves because I think he probably has the the most market in England. He'll bring in probably five million more than Noons will, and they have a more direct replacement that they just invested potentially seventeen million in. You know, so I I think it's it. Signs are kind of pointing in that direction, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, next question comes in from uh, our boy Matt Paiva, who's in the chat today. Shout out to you. Um, he asks, uh, do we still have hopes for Ma- of Max being a future number one at Sporting? Or are we slowly realizing he might not be the guy to take over the spot? Sell or keep? I say loan, but uh, Chris, any news? I know uh, who was it? Um, Granada just bought somebody, right? Yeah, it's Granada. Apparently, ha- is willing to offer five million. Which was that more than Udinese was offering? Yes, uh, they, they offered four. Okay, um, we, we want seven. Yeah, I think Max is gone. To be honest, um, I mean, oh. I, I think it's best for him too. Like, I think Adan has he has this year, and he might even have one more. Like his. Is Max gonna sit for five years to be the starting goalie? Maybe. Like, I would hate for that for him. And also at the same time, like, do I like Max? Yes. But you are lying to yourself if you are convinced that he could just become the starting goalie today and there'd be absolutely zero problems. Because I I don't think that that's true, and I don't think he's demonstrated enough to show that that's true. Granted, he's he's had like six games in the last two years, but like 
I mean, he, to me, he seems like an above-average goalie that we have some sentimental attachment to because he's been with us for so long, and he obviously deserves to be rewarded for that. But if he has the opportunity to potentially, I mean, at least compete for the starting job somewhere, I think it's probably better for his career because he. let's just say he's not going to gain any value just endlessly sitting there. Like, it may be the highest his value is going to reach. Like, because if he sits there for two more years, like – He's two more years older, two more years without playing. Like, I feel like five is even like a pretty good deal to begin with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, it'd be tough to see him go, though, but I, I do hear why. I mean, Adon is, Adon's our number one, no problem. Um, next question comes in from our boy John Signero. Um, He asked, which active player would you dream of signing for each of you? Um, personally, Betu for me, of Portimonis, the striker, because I do agree we need a striker. Uh, how about you, Steph? Uh, Messi? <laughs> <laughs> too late. <laughs> PSG, uh, beat, uh, PSG beat us to it. Holland, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Our um, team would be dirty with Holland up top. <laughs> well, it would be. Yeah. I mean, Beth is a good choice. Um, um, uh, B, you did say a dream player. Uh, yeah, dream I did say active. Uh, so that's why I said Messi. I mean, I, I've always liked Messi, even though I do Fair like enough. Ronaldo as well, of course. Uh, uh, listen, Beto is a good choice, like you said, because we do need a striker. But if uh, if if Nunez gets, if we do sell him, then another left back we, we would need, or unless we rely on the youth, because um, I know Ruben Amorim was testing that in uh, Algarve in the preseason. So, so let's not let's not count out the the uh, the B team and the under twenty three because he's keeping an eye on them. So we'll see. Fair enough. Um, next question from Paul Pont. I'll ask you to, again, Steph. Uh, is Nuno Men's injury prone? Um, is this why the transfer interest is cool off? What do you think? I think he needs to mature a little bit more as far as. Um, how he approaches certain plays. Uh, he's a very fast, aggressive player when he when he goes to certain plays, and he has to get a lot smarter because if not, he's going to get injured a lot. Like Giovanni, at one point, he was dead way, but I see a difference now. He's a little bit more cautious, um, and that's every a professional player. They they learn the hard way sometimes. You can go to every ball like a hundred percent. Sometimes you could, you could look to your left, you could look, look to your right, and say, "Okay, I'm going to be more cautious with this play," um, because then he's. I agree with uh, with Paul. He's going to get hurt uh, quite a lot, and uh, he's injured again. And that was what at, at practice, I believe, on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Or Wednesday. Yeah. Um, he just has to be more more cautious, um, and, and that's how I'm reading this because it's it's funny. That's a good question by Paul Paul, uh, Paul Ponce. By the way, awesome wrestling belt. Yeah. That's when I saw that, I'm like, I won one too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an amazing uh, belt. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that, and I was like, he's getting injured too many times. Um, and then remember last year, Giovanni was was gone for a few weeks because he was getting injured all the time. Um, so that's part of the coaching. I think Ruben Amorim and the coaching staff, they already noticed that. 
and they will talk to him and to to take it easy, not to be so uh, careless. Let's put it that way. Yeah, agreed. Um, next question comes from our boy Nuno Gabriel at Um, From the match against Vizela, which player surprised you guys the most, both in a positive and negative way? Uh, I'll start with you, Chris. Uh, surprised me in a positive and negative way. I was definitely positively surprised by uh, Paulinho. I thought that was maybe his best game that he's ever had for sporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I honestly like don't really feel negatively about anyone. Um, I don't think anyone came off the bench for long enough to receive lambast. And I don't think anyone that started was particularly like bad at all. So I don't really, I wasn't really negatively surprised by anything. Um, back line with Salah that Dan had like, uh, you know, one save to make maybe, um, you know, yeah. How about you, Steph? Yeah, I, I agree. Pauline had a very good game. Of course, Sports had two phenomenal goals. I mean, holy shit. And uh, but I like Vinagre. Uh, his crosses, they, they were they were <coughs> very sharp, very lethal. Uh, I like that because it's one. His crosses, it's if if a striker puts his head on those crosses, it's it's goal. Uh, you know, if it's a, a good header, it's a goal because they they came with a certain speed. It's. Um, I was very impressed. I got really good vibes about Vinagre. So I think we we signed up a a good a good player. Seriously, uh, even defensively, people. Thank you, George Mans. You could have gotten him if you care, right? Look at I was seeing those old newspapers, bro. Like our guy George did us one there. Thank you. Um, but even um, a lot of people say Nun Minz is better than the, than him in defending. I agree, but he wasn't that bad at all. I mean, he held his his own. But let's see now against Braga. I think he, he will start against Braga. Because if Nun Minz has been hurt the whole week and, and tomorrow it's Thursday, I don't think he'll start. Uh, but yeah, so uh, no negative vibes, only positive. The whole team was, was pretty good. I agree. I agree. I didn't like um, the yellow. I didn't like the yellow card to Pelinia. It's like nah, what, the, it's... what the fuck, you know? What, what are we supposed Jacques to Mesa. do? Huh? Jacomessa, what do you mean? Poor Jacomessa. I mean, <laughs> amazing. Oh, that's a nice T-shirt. That's a nice shirt. Oh, yes, Lauren. Uh, Lauren is asking. Sorry, I forgot we can share it. Uh, she's asking which one would you guys prefer in terms of our sister club Fiorentina, of course. Mm. The purple, the purple or the purple, yellow? I agree. Uh, I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not not even a big fan of the white. The white's the not bad. The symbol's either. growing on me too. I kind of like their new symbol yeah. actually. It's actually I usually hate when teams get new symbols, at least at first, and I don't even think I hate that at all. I actually kind of like it. Nice. Give uh, give Lauren a response on which jersey you guys would prefer. I'm I'm gonna go with the purple. Yeah, I'm going with the purple one actually. Purple's nice. Um, uh, last question comes in. Purple. I'm gonna go yellow. Uh, next question go comes yellow. in from uh, Nunu Gabriel. Uh, yellow. My bad. <laughs> next, uh, um, with so with the arrival of Ugarte, do you guys think we're basically screwed? Uh, yeah, we basically. Are. But do you think we're screwed with losing uh, putting in Mateus Nunes? Are we? Are we basically thinking they're as good as sold? 
I think there's a very good chance that they're both sold. I, I think one sale for sure needs to happen. I think two sales potentially need to happen. Um, but the, the second sale, there's a disclaimer. The second sale can be max. And maybe like if they can somehow get some like one or two million for like one or two of the other uh, extras. Maybe they're, they're going to sell Spodar for two million for sure. Yeah, or four million or something. So max for five, Spodar mm-hmm. for four. Uh, and then I, I don't know, maybe a loan with an option to buy for like two or one. Yeah. You can turn 10 from like three other guys. Maybe they don't need to sell noons, but it could be, yeah, it could be two, two bodies. Yeah. Cause how, I mean, how much have we spent in the, uh, in the window? Not much. Actually. Not a lot. Not we a lot. Yeah. 11. We technically haven't sent for Monag yet. Yeah, we only we only pay fifty percent of uh, the pass. So six point five. We how much did we pay and for this value? 5. Like six? No, I think it was five point five. So that's like twelve right there. Okay, and then that's, no yeah, more. The other ones got the other ones you haven't paid for. And then every thirty every thirty games he plays, we can buy ten percent and two million for those ten percent. Yeah, that's his, that's oh, a crazy. Dude. Yeah, his deal can reach sixteen point five million. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but the I, don't, I don't know yeah. if I think it might. Does it auto purchase after thirty games? No, it's not. It's we not have an option. Yeah. Okay. But we did. We, we we didn't have that with Butts. That's why it took so long because Sporting wanted to, some guarantees. Like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. When can we buy ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent? So yeah. That's kind of smart because if he takes off, he becomes a good player. I mean, what, if he plays ninety games for us. That's, that's three seasons. Shit ton of fucking games. Like that means uh, he's like a regular yeah. starter for seasons. Like yeah, pretty much. So that's why I, I, I'm with Chris. I'm on board with Chris. We might be selling Pellini or something if, if we're thinking about playing him for thirty games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Pellini gets sold week two. My guy's getting maybe two mil, or maybe paying two mil by the end of, or maybe like in April. You know, we'll have the option to pick up two mil. For ten percent more, get up to sixty percent. I, I agree with the with the Mike Casoilu. Uh, the uh, Matus Nunu is become a, a a real baller, real real serious baller, good player. I love when he takes off with the ball and nobody can catch him. He's so strong. He's not fast, but he, I don't know how he does it. Remember when he had that on steroids run? I think it was against Otavio. Yeah. And he just like somehow like started so far, but I mean he was fresh legs. I think that might have been why. But he looked like he was like the fastest person alive on that play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's go jump right into this game. Sporting won three uh, nothing against Vizela. Uh, started off shaky as we mentioned. They did score an offside goal, but uh, Sporting got the dub at the end. Uh, two goals from Pot, one from Pelinga, uh, one from Paulinho. Sorry. Uh, keeper was a Dan. Backline of Vinacio, Quatsch, Fidal, Vinagre, Isgayu. Uh, Pelinha, Mateus Nunes in the midfield with, of course, Chauvin, Pot, and Paulinho up front. Um, Steph, what were your thoughts on this game? What were your thoughts on recently promoted Vizela? I mean, Vizela, I mean, uh, uh, the coach, uh, Walvaro Pacheco, uh, I, I, love, I, I love his style, Kubonet, 
and uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> I, I really liked it. I'm like, damn, he's a cool coach. I like that. Um, so um, he prepared the team to play olhos nos olhos, like we say in the Portuguese slang. Um, and and they, they, they were surprised me at the in the first half. I'm like, wow, this is a great team, uh, you know. But uh, like Juan Castro said on his podcast, uh, with fresh legs, they, they were fully motivated, pressing really hard. But no team in the world can press, the, you know, that way for 90 minutes. Uh, at one point, you you'll have to drop, and and uh, the, the, you won't pressure that hard anymore. Uh, and then in the second half, we dominated because uh, we we Sporting are physically set to go. We're ready to go. We really had a really good preseason. Uh, you could see that Ruben Emring and his uh, coaching staff, they know how to prepare their team. And and uh, the best investment we could do is to keep Ruben Emring for uh, a few more years. And I, when I say a few more years, I'm talking about 10 more at least. Uh, because you you could see how well the dynamics are. This this team looks looks stronger, and that's due to the coaching staff and the stability provided by uh, this administration. Um, so in the second half, we owned it because Vizela was not even close to in uh, as far as physical condition as Sporting was, uh, and then we just did whatever we wanted to do in the, in the in the second half. Uh, and then we could have won the game, to be honest with you, five nothing. Uh, we missed a couple easy goals, um, so I never felt even when the Giovanni missed the PK, I never felt that. Oh my God, no, I never felt that way. I was full of confidence. It was just a matter of time. Uh, th this team has evolved so much. Last year we we played a lot of tight games. We scored one goal and we dropped the lines, and we were kind of afraid. This year there's a different composure. It's it's uh, we are champions of Portugal now. Let's show them that we can we can play ball, um, and and they breed of confidence. Even against Braga, it was the same thing. Carvalhal even said it himself: Sporting deserved to win. <laughs> we played with our hearts, but Sporting played played well. Um, so, you know, to wrap it up, we I never felt that Vizela would uh, was a threat to us. I agree with Chris uh, when we were talking offline. Uh, Vizela at the beginning, they, they kind of surprised us. But, you know, uh, after, you know, getting to know them a little bit, nobody knows Vizela yet. That was the first game, the first division. Um, then we, we didn't give them any chance, chances whatsoever. Uh, so kudos to the whole team, playing much better, showing great dynamics. Kudos to Ruben Amorim. And his coaching staff, and I have to give kudos to Frederick Varanda and his administration for providing all the stability. And also, last but not least, it was a pleasure to see our fans back at the stadium, um, supporting the team, even when uh, uh, Giovanni missed the PK, which happens. I mean, I've seen Michel Platini, Ronaldo, Messi, Pelé, Eusebio, great players miss, miss PKs. Why not Giovanni? He never missed it. That was his first miss for Sporting. So what? It's not a big deal. Next next game, if we have a PK, I hope he takes it again. Um, and, uh, you know, that's it. Very, very pleased with our team. Paulinho, phenomenal game, like Chris said uh, a little while ago. 
and I was very impressed with Vinagre as well. Very, very good game. And someone that went in, uh, uh, unnoticed was Ignacio. And when somebody goes unnoticed, it means that they have solid games. He didn't make any mistakes, but great defender. And Zgayu again, I mean, for yeah. the second game in a row. Uh, and Quats was good too. Fidal consistent. Uh, Giovanni was okay. We've seen better days. And Pedro Gonçalves, that's why he's the man of the game. He, he's got he got those two crazy goals. Holy shit! And Pelinha, you know, he's our he's our anchor in the middle. And I hope we don't sell him. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No facts. Facts. Uh, I'm I'm glad you brought that up too, because I was about to ask you guys too, uh, Chris. In the same vein, of course, give me your thoughts on the game. Same vein as as Steph though, because Jovan did miss first miss penalty for for Spartan. Next penalty, if he's in the field, do you, do you want him to take it or do you want somebody else to take it? Oh, sorry. You're I'm on yeah. Mute. yeah, if they're grooming him to be the PK shooter, then I guess he's just got to go through it. But I have always maintained that I feel like Pot seems like a natural PK taker. Mm -hmm. I feel like Javon's – I mean, maybe this season will be different. Maybe this season will be different. But last season, he's not on the field enough to be the, like, you need to have a secondary guy because he's not always out there. But, you know, maybe even if he's out there more, I feel, I still feel like Pot or Paulinho or, or somebody, <laughs> Kawats, I don't know. I mean, Kawats always sketches me out because he always takes them in like when we're in a shootout, but he, he usually makes them. Uh, maybe one miss um, over his like, probably like six or so that he's taken. Um, but yeah, I feel like Potts always seemed like the natural PK taker to me, especially if he's going to be like chasing golden boots, which is, I mean, based on this, maybe he will be again. Yeah. I feel like he should definitely be all the great goal scorers are taking PKs, you know, like it's, it's, it's the stab booster, you know, one thing I liked about this, about this pen, team, at least pen, in the, pen salves <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> in the past. We, you know, like we knew who our penalty take uh, kick taker was. If it wasn't Vazdost, it was Bruno, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's like, okay, maybe there's some indication <clears throat> it's Jovan, but you never really know. Last year, I can't tell you who our PK taker was. He I think Jovan scored one, Juan Mati scored one, you know? I remember um, he earned one one time and just took it. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. he just kind of made himself the PK taker. He took initiative, I guess. I mean, I like that. confidence. I like that. Yeah. I like that. On Dave's point, what he was saying here, and on George, like the highs and lows, I think, I think personally, Steph, you can also speak to this too. Um, I think it's, you know, if they miss it and they take the next penalty, that only shows more confidence. I, I like penalty take – okay, don't miss all the time. Don't get me wrong. But if you miss one game, the next the next game comes around, there's a penalty and you're taking it again, I like the confidence at least. Now, if you miss, that's a different story. But <laughs> I at least like the confidence. No, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, when somebody misses the PK, of course, it's, it's going to mess with their mind a little bit. But that's why you have the whole week to practice. So, yeah, so you know, so you had the whole week to, to to see the the tape, and to see where he messed up, how he kicked the ball, and I'm pretty sure they went through all the moves. No, Ruben Amuri and his coaching staff, he, he must have he must have had one of his assistant coaches saying, "Go with him to the to what uh, to the TV room and review how he missed the PK, how he kicked the ball, how he shouldn't kick the ball." And by now, he's, he's, he must be full of confidence again, and mm -hmm. he'll be fine. Uh, 
we're not talking about 1960s where they had no no uh, no time no time to review the tape. Now they have everything possible. Uh, so it'll be fine. Uh, it, it, he missed it. He missed it. So what? Uh, it happens. But but the Navarra ganhou um bacalhau, pronto. No, and and that's the thing too. He also beat the keeper. He just he shot it too high. He didn't yeah. beat the, the, the goalie. The 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 goal. So it happens. I got it. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, go ahead, Chris. Um. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was a great game, and I honestly felt the same way Steph did. Like I noted that like I wasn't particularly nervous at any time. Um, even despite the PK miss, I mean, maybe, maybe this is a different game. If, uh, the, the, the man who, uh, who just constantly is decimating his expected goals, Pedro Gonzalez doesn't score two bangers in like a span of 10 minutes. I mean, maybe this just kind of lulls on as a zero zero that we're dominating and maybe it's different then, but yeah, I guess, I mean, I thought it was a good performance. Um, I thought there was plenty, like a shit ton of chances created. My guy, as guy, you six completed crosses, most he's ever completed in a in a league or league B win game. Um, this dude's been playing in the league for like six years now, and that's that's the, that was that was the most crosses he's ever had. I think Vinagre had four successful crosses, three successful dribbles. Like outside backs were 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 were, were excellent. Paulinho goal and an assist. Like constantly putting himself in right in the right position, drew the PK, um, like calling you like that's we we needed that we needed we needed to see that I feel like, um, and uh, yeah, Paul obviously I mentioned him two two great goals, um, I mean my kind of sorry my kind of question here on on the second goal was it uh, where is it now. Do you agree? Uh, what second goal against Vizela was one of the best goals scored at Avalad by a Spartan player in recent memory? Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Because most of the bangers last season weren't at home. Yeah, so most, most both, of the, both of the Poro bangers weren't at home. No. Um, uh-uh. The, the, I mean, it's not a banger, but in terms of like memorable goals last year, the Kowach last-minute goals... The head of Santa Clara from, uh, was, but exactly away. Wait, was Santa Clara away? No, Santa Clara was home. No, I'm thinking Gil Vicente. Gil Vicente. Gil Vicente was away. Yeah. Yeah. Now this goal is phenomenal because of uh, of uh, the the trajectory of the ball. Difficulties for the Trivella, and then when you saw the the ball curving and going away, and then finding the corner, that was a beautiful goal. Usually, that's a a goal Quaresma. Uh, so, so you could see that he's been practicing, and Fernand Sensi must be like, "What the fuck? I should have played him." And nah, he, dude, he's, he's like, he actually doesn't care at all. He's like, "Ooh, who's this guy on Benfica? Uh, <laughs> I got a new midfielder." <laughs> well, that no, like a <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I can't tell you. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Just to wrap up my thoughts, I mean, it was a great game. We played great. We played great. I thought in the game before, they both had similar beginnings of kind of like, oh shit, we need to wake up a little bit. Both teams did score on us in those initial like fifteen minutes. Thankfully, it only counted for one of them. But yeah, I mean, it'd be great if we didn't concede in in the beginning of the of the game against Braga again. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, can't complain about the response either time. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Um, not a lot of causes in this game, so uh, we'll we'll skip on by it. Um, could, I mean, oh, the PK is a PK for me. Clear I mean, PK as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. How about you, Steph? Clear PK. Yeah, definitely. No doubt. There, there's maybe there's maybe one shot that there could have been another PK where it hit the guy in, uh, ha his hand in the box as well, the def the Vizela defender. But I just thought his his arm was way too close to his body for them to count it. Would have been harsh on them too. I don't know if you guys remember that. I don't even remember that to be honest. No, I was just watching it on V Sports as well. It was like the fifty. We were already winning two nothing at that point. Fifty first minute. Oh, one nothing. But yeah, it was it would have been harsh to call that anyways. Um. Yeah, I mean, Pudinga's yellow. I mean, we already talked about it, sort of, but I feel like is going to get a bunch of these during the season, and, and we're not going to get away with it anymore. Um, and, Steph, you brought up the last hey, thing. To be honest, I, I don't even know how we got away with it the first time. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, the suspension's coming soon. <laughs> um, and, Steph, you, you spoke about it right in the beginning as well, and uh, it's something I want to bring up for every game that we talk about because the Portuguese media loves to talk about Sporting fans, uh, and I want to make it a point to for us to critically um, critique our own fans as well because we say it how it is. And uh, throughout the years on this podcast, we've criticized our own fans, we've complimented our own fans. Uh, out of ten, and I'm going to ask you guys throughout the season. Out of ten, what do you give uh, the Spartan fans this game? I'm personally going to give them a ten out of ten. No subiuj, no pressure, no no turning against the fucking team. Um, I see Arsenal fan TV do this a lot as well. That's where I'm stealing the idea from. But what do you give out of ten? Where do you give the where do you, what do you give the Spartan fans this season, uh, this game stuff? Okay, uh, so we we could have sold 33 percent of the full capacity of the stadium, which is equivalent to 17,000. I think we sold below Nine, 9, below 10,000. Yeah. yeah. So and there's a reason for that. And I'm yeah. glad I'm glad you brought it up because it's along the lines of the same topic. So the, the fans were, were outstanding, um, but I feel like sometimes that uh, Sporting Club Portugal it does become a little bit Sporting Club de Lisboa uh, because all the perks are, are given more to Sporting Guises, uh from Lisbon, and I get it because that's where they live and the stadium is closer to them. Uh, and I get the philosophy of selling first the tickets to whoever has the game box for X amount of years. Uh, but like the, the three of us, we, we are sources to Portugal. Uh, we pay our dues every month. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything. Because if I was in Portugal now on vacation and now we don't have home, game box, though, but we're just we're that's just what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not fair. It should be a certain amount given for the game boxes, but also a sure a certain amount given to sources the, the sporting. We shouldn't be waiting uh, on the last day to buy the ticket because yeah. it's like twenty years the the game box. Uh, you're the first ones to get it. Then the, the on Thursday, uh, ten years unless game box. I, I, I'm not gonna buy a game box because I live in the United States. It makes no sense. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll be also, just... Also, like, if you... I mean, the, I'm impressed with the vaccination numbers, but if you're unvaccinated, like, you need to get a test and it needs to be verified. And, like, if it's on the last day, you literally might ha not have enough time to do that, you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, so kudos to Porto. 
because Porto had the testings at the stadium. And that's why they, they almost got a full house. Uh, well, the, the full capacity allowed uh, for the Portuguese government. So Porto thought about it. They've done, they did a better job. And that's why you saw, you saw a lot more protestas at, at the Estado do Dragão. Um, and it, it, this, this administration has been doing a good job with a lot of things. But now with this one, they're trying too hard. Uh, it's yeah. like, in primeira, os adeptos têm 20 anos de game box. But it shouldn't be that way. You should be already selling tickets at the bilheteria for, or, or, or they should just be doing a rotation. It's like, for at least for the first five games of the season, probably. Because I think the capacity increases when they hit 70% and they're at like 62. So it'll probably take like a couple more weeks. But like, I mean, how many game box holders are there? You know, like just say, okay, numbers one through you, you have game one. The next ones you have game two, and then the but next that, ones you have game yeah. three. Yeah, that's and, a good and, idea too. And then by that point, the restrictions will probably be changing, and, and you'll have more people, and then you can open it up more. You know, I think it, lot, it might even be full capacity when they hit seventy percent. So a lot they, of people they might have to deal with this for like maybe three more home games. You know, a lot of people with game boxes they they afraid of the COVID nineteen. They're not even going to the game. True. That's true too. I mean, yeah. you could you could be eligible and just like not choose to not go. You know, choose to not go. But like in Aveiro, na supertaça contra o Braga, why the fuck wasn't tickets being sold in in Aveiro nas bilheterias? I mean, if you can if you can have if you can have yeah. a, a a truck full of cash coins, bandeiras, t-shirts, and you sell them no north, no no sul, no Algarve, vai o caralho do, do autocarro por todo lado de Portugal, selling the t-shirts and all that stuff, you can come up with, with a, a bus with nurses and stuff to do the tests uh, in Aveiro and sell the tickets in Aveiro as well. I, I, I just actually all has a good point. Some of this definitely does have to do with the cartão de adepto. No, 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 no. But I don't think fully. I don't think No, fully. no, no. O cartão de adepto, and that's a good point too. Because I don't think... Half the stadium was allocated for Cartão de Adepto. No, Cartão de Adepto for Curva Sul. So, Sporting was 17,000 mm -hmm. and we had 9,000. There's 8,000 missing. I don't think those are all Cartão de Adepto. I think no. maybe, maybe no. half of that is probably. No, not even. For Sol, a Curva Sul, that's where the Adepts mm -hmm. stay usually. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. As clubs. So, the, mm -hmm. the, club, the club decides which section will be Cartão de Adepto. And the cartanda debt means uh, uh, that uh, fans will be allowed to bring the flags, tambours, uh, th things uh, or, larger. Or go to an away game full stop. Yes. Really? Wow. Yep. At Stade Javalada, Curva Sul estava vazia. I think yeah. maybe five or six. But they made a point of being like that as Ventura Leonina and uh, Ultra 21. Uh, to to show to show the government that Cartão de Adepto is not going to work. I think so, that Cartão de Adepto is a very it's very convenient for Verandas right now because I think the Curva Sul would probably be empty right now regardless, and this is a very very plausible explanation to why it's empty. You don't really have to talk about the ongoing war with the clacks. You could just keep it on the back burner for now, and not really. 
Because I, I don't think, think it was ever – it was never resolved. There's no resolution there. The names are still not on the stadium. Only Torcida and uh, Dida – or not – it's Torcida and um, – what's the other one? Brigada, Brigada, that are that only have their names in the stadium. Um, like, I don't know what the situation is with the SEDs, but, like, it's not resolved. And, like, the Carton de Adeptu is, is, like, a very – like, that's a very good gift for him right now because it is fucked. It is totally fucked. And, like, I think that they're going to have to scrap it because they're going to want money. Like, or all the seats <laughs> – like, if you calculate, like, the losses in, like, all the seats – for Cartoni Adeptu, and you sell 4% of those over the course of an entire season, like you're leaving so much money on the table with yeah, that. Yeah, it's you know, you know who's gonna hurt the, the little teams because when you have a sporting, sporting not a single teacher, traveling fan, other than like your yeah. soft shoes that are just wearing Benfica jerseys, like you know? yeah, because when you have those three big clubs going to Vizela, going to Mureirense, you saw at Mureirense the sex sound with the uh, Cartanda Deputy was supposed to be, it was empty. It was empty. So when you have those three clubs going to those uh, small uh, small uh, te teams, they're not going to sell out. So they're going to lose money. It's going to be a very big problem yeah. when they go to full capacity in like yeah. three weeks. Yes. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be very apparent how bad the Cartoni Adeptu thing is. And you, when you, you see know, like a stadium, you know, like I'm a lot, I'm a lot. There's 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 thirty eight thousand people, but they're selling out the entire thing except for the court of the soul. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna happen. And you know, the the only president that said something was the president Bovista, of, right? Of Bovista. The other the other <laughs> ones didn't say anything. They against it, but they're not saying anything. But are they, they are they against it? They are against it because. Ukertan the Death was tested in Italy, in Germany, 10 years ago, and it didn't work. So who's, who's in favor of it? How did we get it then? The government. Yeah, the government. The government and the league worked together to do it? Oh, yeah. The government was the one who imposed it with the Liga para combater a criminalidade. I, it's, I don't even feel like there's like a hooligan problem in Portugal, really, you know? Olá, Paulo. Tudo bem, Marco Paulo? Like I, I, I don't see people like armed roving gangs like beating the shit out of each other every weekend. Like, yeah, there's a fucking incident every once in a while because we're men that get caged up, and you know, now we're going to the stadiums. Yeah, something will fucking, will, someone will throw a fucking super bock or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't see a big, a big, a big problem. You know, and and every time there's a big, a big problem. I mean. They get away with it. I mean, two of our friends were killed. Yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. And, and the times that the most, the worst things happen, like no one even does anything about it. Like no. that's how concerned they are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. it's not going to work with Kurt on the depth. I think it's going to go, and and it's good to talk about it to show that we against it too, because mm -hmm. it makes no sense. You can even if your son is uh, fifteen, he's not allowed to go without. Uh, he has to be sixteen years old at least. Tem que ir a cartão de débito. Yes. So yeah. So let's say if uh, Sporting would go to Beiramar, I, I couldn't take my. Oh, my son. My son he just turned sixteen, so I could take he's him. He's good. He's yeah, good. He's good he now. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you could take your daughter, for example. Well, she's made for Keisha. She wouldn't want to go anyway. <laughs> but now you can't even convert her, bro. <laughs> so a question on that, because uh, knock on wood, hopefully I'm in Portugal in September. I'm trying to watch a, a game or two at least. Um, I mean, of course, not sitting in Curva Sul, I don't need a cartão de débito. But no. how, does it, how do you guys, do you guys know how it works in terms of uh, purchasing a ticket? So double vaxxed and you need a, uh, like a test saying that you're negative? Yes. Or, or at least because one you won't have an EU vaccine passport, so you would need a test regardless. Yeah, but you could do it uh, digital, so meaning have it on your phone. Oh, you yeah, need, whatever. Yeah, you don't need a paper version as long as long as you have it on your phone. The results, then you'll be good to go. But then, and then, in terms of like purchasing the ticket online, like, like what it's, but what it's what Christian was saying, like it, it, it's only available to, to people like the day before or a few days before. It no. will depend on the example. capacity at that point. But you could go so online. First, it's game box. First, it's game box, and then they sell it to the rest. Infligement, yes. But, they, Infligement. but they're going to have to change it because look at the, the turnout against Vizela. Exactly. Yeah, Danny. So, so, Danny, low-key, here's, here's what I'm thinking. I actually was hoping to be going in late August. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. So I actually could be in the market for September as well. Like. Mm. I'll see you there. But if, Champions League. If they if if we're at if Portugal's at seventy percent uh, vaccination rate, the stadium is open for full capacity. The stadium open for full capacity. The game box seats are sold because they're sold for the whole season. You know, so like they're not they were never available. You know, because it's someone's seat, right? Yeah. Um, but then it'll be like, yeah, it'll probably go in order. Like, I'll sauce you for for thirty years without game box. Sauce you for twenty, like. But, you know, based on the attendance and just, like, general fear of COVID and stuff, like, I'm hoping that despite I'm only saucy for five years or whatever, like, I'll still have a very good chance at tickets just because, like, demand isn't at peak peak. Like, we haven't been at the stadium for, for you know, 500 days. I would have thought there would have been a fucking, you know, a riot, 100%. you know, banging down the gate to get in. But clearly that's not the case. People, folks are still being cautious and stuff. Delta variant. But I mean, I'm there for a week, you know. I'm fucking. I'm going to the goddamn game. But here's but here's my point too. You know? My point is one: we're playing Vizela. I mean, all respect to Vizela, but it's Vizela. Mm -hmm. Two: when we go in September, if we go in September, uh, Ch Champions Ch League is around the corner. How big of a turnout is that going to be? I mean, like you were saying, hopefully It'll, within be more three weeks they can have more yeah, capacity. Yeah. But like, yeah. and then how does that work? And how like it still doesn't even seem fair, right? Like. But yeah. but but Sporting is a club that uh, that's struggling financially, like every other club in Portugal, because mm -hmm. of the COVID-19 didn't help at all. Like like Juicebox was saying, why don't you use those nucleus? You gotta use your nucleus. That's why you have them. If they request, hey, give me a thousand tickets, you should be giving them a thousand tickets. Yeah. You know, I hate that uh, they always favor the Sporting Guiches do Sul. I hate that. I really hate that because if you give X amount of tickets to o núcleo do Sporting em Aveiro, no Porto, no Espinho, em Braga, you know, let's say we all live over there, we, we might say, hey, I'll drive, we'll go down there, we'll go by train, and there we go to Lisbon. But they're not even give a chance for, for those nucleus to sell the tickets, to to advertise it to their to, to, to their socios, the nucleus. Because you could be such in Portugal, you saw you do nuclear. There's if no reason. Different. There's yeah. no reason with reduced capacity that it sh it shouldn't be full every time it's re like 
Exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, the, like you don't have enough sausages or you don't have enough game box. Like, sell it to general public, man. Like, fill, but, put asses yeah. in seats, period. But, you know? But, like, but Chris, you, you can't be selling. The, Sporting did that on the last day. Meaning, yeah, you got to like, give people some fucking time. Yeah. Also, we've no Porto in Braga. But watch, go. watch the same exact thing is going to happen. They had they would they would have like fourteen days between this game, Vizela, and their next home game, and it's going to be like the same thing again. It's like, oh, you guys have 14, 14 days and and a lived experience to work it out, and like like it'll still be the same. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but like I've seen the sporting story before. Shit, I mean. I, it, it, <laughs> Even if you have to pay an, an outside consulting company to think this shit for you, I mean, hire somebody. I don't know what to tell you, but but they're doing a shitty job so far. Porto did much better. Yeah. They said, we can test you at the stadium, and we're selling the ticket a week before. Be sad is the next home game. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see the turnout. And and again, unlikely that we'll have uh, any any Spartan fans in Braga, seeing as... They'll probably need a carton sauce. Yep, okay, yep. Don't have to be there. there will just be like people that acquire tickets through their friends that are Braga sauces or their mm-hmm. Braga sauces and their dad is a Braga sauce and they go with him and they just wear a sporting jersey. Yeah, but all the people you see in sporting jerseys won't be traveling with the official sporting visiting congregation. And they could they could buy the kits from uh, the ones made in China. COVID-19, to <laughs> um yeah um cool i think that's pretty much everything of the game oh just uh back on the fans uh uh, out of 10 i forgot that they they threw a fucking tosh on the oh yeah nine Nine, five seconds yeah and sportings don't find uh 10 10, yeah Uh, well ten thousand for different (laughs) things but let me because i did see that piece of news i'm gonna ask you both the question why is the club being penalized even if it's even if it's away, they why? No, yeah. it's 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 both. Benfica was penalized, and I'm not a Benfica fan, but but I saw the uh, uh, tabella the the penalizations of all the clubs. We gotta be at the top, right? Well, yeah, we are. So I was gonna say, someone got more <laughs> fines than us in the first game, more than ten k. <laughs> like, what did they do? Normally, no, it's like two eighty three. You know? If we could get 3,000 euros as well away, it, and it's something I don't get it. I thought the, the, the home team was responsible for security, but in Portugal, they go by the, the color of the jerseys. Yeah. And I, I don't agree with that because how can a club control me? I, I, I could go to Lisbon, you know, on the next game against Bissau with the sporting jersey. And, and and I throw torches, you super. So well. you want to be personally fine, ten k. Exactly, not me, but but the home team, no, the thrower, the, secu- the, the team, no, the, the team providing the security, the thrower. No, 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 no. I agree with what Chris said. They're never going to try okay. somebody ten thousand uh, euro, euros. Yeah. Well, you'd have to make it less so that it doesn't like bankrupt the. Business. But you should go. You should go after the individual. I agree with that, and that's why we're doing the NBA and NFL. Yeah, we I go- mean, yeah, they they usually just figure out who it was that that threw the thing or said. You the know bad why thing. they figure it out? Because there's there's something called cameras. Yeah. <laughs> but, but on that same point, on the NBA, at the same time, they don't let fucking flares into the stadium either like 
Yeah. yeah well, I mean, the they're shit. not allowed yeah. to travel out either, but they still got there, right? That means this is okay, security but, fucked up. And that, exactly that, bro. I can barely bring a water bottle into a TFC game, let alone a fucking <laughs> flare, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's also poor security in, in the part of those. Uh, yeah, it's the those... meme of the video of the security guard just like going like that, but not yeah. actually like even touching anybody. <laughs> but it was the same thing when we played Liverpool against Sporting. They barely checked on us at this at the Yankee Stadium. Remember, Danny and Chris. <laughs> It depends how understaffed the security is on that particular day is how thorough the security is. Oh, it totally it can, can vary from one. You could go to a Red Bull game one week apart and the security could be three times just because like they had a good staffing day or whatever. Everyone showed up for once or whatever, you know. Well, that's, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it's totally but, random. Bro. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Chris, for the insight. Uh, <laughs> all, all I'm saying, I don't think the club should be penalized. It makes no sense to me. You know, I mean, sh go after the fucking individual. I mean, why? Because he has a sporting jersey. So I'm going to start wearing Benfica jerseys purposely. And, and technically, out. how is Benfica getting fined if technically none of those fans are even their fans, right? Only their, their fans are the ones that are in an empty I agree. section. Those people are just Moreira's fans in red shirts, right? As far as the league's concerned, right? Yeah, but they they still find Benfica three thousand euros, and I'm not defending them, but it makes yeah, no sense to me. Yeah, you just, sometimes yeah. You're, we're defending the principle here. So yeah, we have exactly. To defend bad people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like that. I think it's idiotic. Atrasado. Portugal ainda está muito atrasadinho anyway. And speaking of Portugal atrasadinho. Chris, quick opinion on or and Steph, quick opinion on the Saucy coin uh, that's coming out. PSG have one. Most of the Arsenal, big teams have one. Valencia, Arsenal Dortmund. hasn't come to Portugal just yet. Uh, what are your guys' opinions on it? Your thoughts on it? I and, mean, uh, would you invest? I think I seen PSGs up to like forty dollars today, or they went down. They were like higher, but anyway. For one, for one share. One coin. Okay, one coin. Yeah, um, but did it start at, did it start cheaper than that earlier in the day? It actually went down since Messi. I, I literally checked it. Uh so it's right now it's at 45. Um it started off at $47. Okay. There you go. The PSG now it's at 37. Let's see. A week ago. How long has it been out? So for? a week ago, it's I don't know. Uh does it say? Did it like spike with the Messi announcement? A little bit, kind of did, yeah. So it's it, a week ago it started out at twenty one. It spiked at one point to sixty dollars. It's not currently down at thirty seven, mm -hmm. but I think it's been going down since Messi's. Interesting. Um, like, yeah. But the but is the point of this to make money? Like, I don't think the investors are looking to. That's to what flip I'm saying. So I don't understand it that well. Coin, like, I don't know if it's maybe it's going down because PSG are 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 waste are wasting. Oh, I mean, it means sense. people are selling it. Like, that's yeah. It means more people are selling it than buying it, right? Buying it, true. I mean, basically, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I'm no expert on cryptocurrency. I I know mm. about it. I don't I don't really invest in it. I obviously know tons of people that do, and like, I you know, I just like you know, I'm just like interested in like the latest trends and shit. So like, I'm a, familiar with it in, a, in an adjacent way. Um, I mean, the, like, basically, you know, as I'm reading, you know, an article explaining the whole thing, they're just, they're, what they're describing is you pay money 
you invest in the club and that and then as a result of you buying in and investing you get to have a say in the club and i you know i'm thinking to myself this is called the saucy youth the saucy coin what they're describing is a saucy you someone who pays a monthly membership you could say right or in this case a one time fee of like $50 or whatever or 100 or 150 depending on how many coins you want to get and then um, you know you have a say in the club as a result in that as a result of that and some of the examples that they gave were um, the Juventus fans who invested in the coin could vote on their goal song um, for like when they score in the stadium and and also worth noting the more coins you have the more like votes you have i guess in these hypothetical polls that occur um so like i mean that's already more of a say than the saucies have at sporting to begin with they're they're voting on away kits they're voting on uh goal songs um like other stuff like stuff that we we don't have a say we we get to we get to vote once every four years like maybe if your ballot arrives for us in, in our case, you know, that, that's really about the only right we have as, as saucies, at least from my position. If you live, live in the greater Lisbon area, you can sometimes go to an AG if they're deciding to follow the statutes or they need to pass a budget or something, you know, then you can, you can, we can get like a 10% turnout on the votes. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe, maybe a virtual voting will, would increase the turnout. I mean, I feel like we've already had this conversation before um, about like opening up the rights to Saucy's via online voting. I mean, now we're going to have Saucy coin with online polls that we're voting on shit. Like, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, like, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, and then at the same time, I, I don't, I'm not opposed to it. Like I'm, I'm open to it. I'm open to any new revenue stream for our club. And I mean, that's one of the things that they talked about. It was just like, Revenue streams for a lot of clubs have sort of dried up, right? Ticket price can't go up too much more, right? Or they'll have a fucking riot. You know, if you sold the stadium, I mean, we, we actually have a space to grow there. We can sell the stadium naming rights. You sold the naming rights to this, that, this, that, and the other thing, you know? Like, what, how, like, how else can we make money? We've seemingly monetized everything. So, yeah, if this isn't a way to get an additional millions in here, yeah, go for it. But, Here's the, I mean, here's another thing that I thought of, and this I'll open this up more and stop going off. But like, you only make as much money as like is there's investment in the coin, and like, as far as I can recall, like Sporting had a massive like purge of saucies recently. Like we lost half our paying saucies. Like, is there really a market for all these additional people that aren't already the paying saucies to be paying? more money for these coins because to be honest like i'm already a saucy let's say the coin's 50 dollars. like i would rather buy the away kit for a hundred dollars than buy these fucking coins for some like voting thing that i don't even trust you're gonna do in the future because you don't even uphold it now you know what i'm saying like Uh i'm not too familiar with this concept but it it looks like it sounds like it's a good idea. If it's but. a way to actually generate revenue for the club and there's actually demand and people are actually gonna buy this and it's actually gonna like yeah, go for it. Fuck it, right? But like if it's just gonna create like a weird two-tiered saucy system where like no one actually has any like say in anything, 
then it's just going to be stupid and people are just going to get pissed off at you that you fucking took $50 from them or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm still, I'm still not going to buy it, so. <laughs> so they, yeah, facts. I'm already paying for enough, bro. Yeah, six zeros a month goes far, bro. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, my my job does a pretty good job. I have a TSP, it's like for one K plan, so they do everything for me. I don't have to worry about that. So, facts. Fair enough. Facts. Facts. Um, yeah. I mean, we've talked transfers. Quick, quick opinions on Ugarte. I mean, it's been a long time coming. We've 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 talked about it for, for, for weeks now, but but Steph, what's your opinion on Ugarte? Are you excited to see him through? Um, th- does that mean one of them for sure putting her in the men's might leave? What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts? Well, not not necessarily. Uh, I think I think uh, uh, I think a lot of teams didn't get a chance to see Pelin and Nunmens um, when um, w- w- last year. Because they were not that well known, and 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 then when they got called by the national team, that's that's when the international media was like, "Wow, what's going on here? That these players they look to be phenomenal." So I think a lot of these clubs they might wait until January, and mm-hmm. to see a few more games, to see them play in the Champions League, um, and I think that's when they might say, "Okay, yeah, you know what? You can handle the pressure, Pelinha and Unmens. Let's buy them in January." So, uh, Ugart, I don't think he came to replace anybody. I think he came because it's going to be a different season. Like I said, with six additional games in the Champions League, very high level. It's not at Europa League. It's not the Conference Conference League. It's this Champions League. We among the best. So he's going to be part of a rotation to give Pelinha some rest and uh, Matheus Nunes. Uh, with that said, uh, I'm on board with Ruben Amorim. Don't sell anybody. Let's keep the team. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll find a way to make money. Uh, if we if we f- sell Maxi, I, th- I still think it's a mistake to sell him. I would loan him. I think, uh, Danny, you said that at the beginning. I would loan uh, Max because I agree with Chris. I don't see him staying on the bench for a whole year again or a couple more years because Adan is a great goalie. I hate to say, but he is. Uh, but it would benefit Maxi to to play either in Italy or Spain in a more competitive league and come back more mature on a loan uh, without an option to buy or to sell. Fair enough. But I think Ugart will be good. I've seen, I saw enough games at uh, Famalicão, and he's very yeah. similar to Pelinha. Very similar. So he has everything to learn, and that's why I don't want Pelinha to go because I think he benefits if Pelinha stays. He will learn a lot. No, from I him. mean as as it is right now, it's like he's only twenty. Right, it's like the best right back tandem in the. He's league. only it's twenty. The best left back tandem in the league. It's the best CDM tandem in the league. I mean. I just don't know if it's as it stands. That's how it's gonna be final, you know. I, I agree. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Maybe, like you said, we can we can skate to January, and, just and then like, if, if if we don't make Champions League, okay, then there's a sale, you know. If we make if we somehow come in second or or first in a group, you know, we get that Champions League money. Maybe we can hold on to them for a few more months, and then next season 
uh, you know, if if, if Ruben, if I mean, I I I have a feeling if Ruben Amorim has a, another stellar season with Sporting, we're selling. You know, somebody's hitting his release clause. Uh, I don't see it why Arsenal or, or or one of these teams don't, right? Yeah. Um, so with with Ruben Amorim leaving, I think that then opens the door for a fire sale then. For putting I feel like Pots you know. one more year here, right? I, I mean, yeah. but it's like if the other guys are still here, it's like you're 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 not buffering the sales so that you 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 you've benefited yourself, hopefully in the short term, right? Because you've kept them all for as long as possible, but then you'll just lose them all at the same time rather than like staggering it a little bit. Yeah. Well, the the thing the thing is with Ruben Amorim is a man of his word. I mean, he has proven that to everybody. Even though he's a, uh, it's hard to, in his heart he's Befiquista. We know that too. It's I mean we're not going to deny that. We're not that that, that, that dumb, dumb anyway. Uh, but uh, he has promised Verandes he would stay and Vienna and he stayed. So if we make make him a new a new offer to 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 stay again, I think he'll stay again. What does the release clause like twenty mil? I believe so. What was it before ten? It was ten. Yeah, we we paid. Yeah. Yeah, you paid the ten. Yeah, he got a bonus of a million dollars for winning the the, the Portuguese league, or one point mm-hmm. five, I think. Well nice. deserved. Well, well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Get that bag, King. Um, <laughs> that's a fat bonus. Little, that's probably like double his salary. Fact. Fact. <laughs> last little, uh, last little uh, transfer. Nothing to do with Sporting. We sort of mentioned it in the beginning. I mean, Spartan, we're, we're still linked to a bunch of players, but I don't see anybody else coming in now unless we sell somebody. Um, it's just this messy to PSG. I just want to quickly mention, uh, George Menz has done it to PSG twice now. First with Monaco, so they decided to spend, I don't know how much, with uh, Mbappe and, and Neymar. And now with Lille, and they're out here getting Sergio Ramos, Donnarumma, Messi, every sick free player they can get. Uh, my question to you guys, um, PSG, are, if they don't win the Champions League, is it a failure? And and just this move to, to PSG in general, uh, do you think it hurts Messi's legacy? Uh, if he wins something, do you think it helps Messi's legacy? Um, what, what are your guys' opinions on it? Chris, I, think it I think it helps. Here. I think it helps. Like, if he – I mean, if he – like – he has no choice but to win the league, right? They've lost the league last year. They had dominance. They've greatly improved the squad. Like, if they don't win the French league, like... That's embarrassing. It's going to be really funny. embarrassing, yeah. So, like, that's simply... They have no choice but to win the French league. And they'll probably, blame it, like Dave said, they'll blame it on the coach because Pochettino <laughs> can't win for shit. <laughs> or, like, know. and presumably at least one of the other two domestic cup competitions. Um, yeah. The Champions League, which I mean, they every year it seems like they're gonna make a run. So like they got unlucky with the handball on last year, they seem like they're making a run. Yeah, it seems like they just come close every year. So honestly, I feel like that, that's what's just gonna happen this year too. They're just gonna like come close, but not actually win, losing the semis, you know. But obviously, winning so. winning the Champions League for PSG, I think it helps his legacy. I mean, despite people say like. Oh, like like a super team or whatever, but like, yeah, I don't think it really matters that much. It's not like his like Barcelona teams were bad, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. How about you, stuff? Uh, no, uh, I agree with Chris um, because uh, if you guys remember in the most recent past, 
uh, he was heavily criticized because he never left Barcelona. Um, so yeah, that's I, like one of the biggest criticisms against him is that he like never yeah. tested himself outside of the Spanish league. Now he's, now, we're, now, we're, now he's left and we're criticizing, right? Fuck, no, he I, went to an even farmier league, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I was not criticizing him at all. I think it's a good move by, uh, by Messi. And uh, it's obvious why he went to Paris Saint-Germain. That's the, it's the only club that could pay his fee. And it's like That's there's true. like no other options. Yeah. Either going to Qatar or PSG. Like those oh, are your only yeah. options, bro. Exactly. <laughs> so he wanted to be very competitive, and PSG has uh, players he's very familiar with. He has played with Neymar, so he knows him quite well. He has played against Sergio Ramos, but he knows how Sergio Ramos plays. Uh, so I think I think he'll he'll have a phenomenal season because his motivation is really high but i agree with you and chris if he doesn't win the, the french league it'll be a, a, a total disappointment and if he doesn't win the champions league it'll be a total disappointment that's why they got him they have to make it to the final at least well they went to the final but then people just be like choker messy like, <laughs> would it be worse for him you know they won they went to the final last the semi dude and they two lost two years ago. Uh, two, two years ago, they lost. And I gotta tell you, same thing happened with Ronaldo. He went to Juventus to win the Champions League, and he didn't. And then he they have absolutely no shot of winning the Champions League next year. Who? Juventus. No, I know, but the reason why Ronaldo went to the to yeah, Juventus yeah. was to win the Champions League. And the same thing is with Messi. If he doesn't win, it'll be a total disappointment. Total disappointment, because yeah. it's a lot of fucking money. Don't tell me I love Barcelona and then you leave because if you loved them that much, you would have said, hey, you know what? You can pay me 30 million, but you can pay me 15. Yeah, I know. I know, dude. It's, okay. like, it's like, dude, you probably have a billion dollars in career earnings. Like, you have three more years left. Like, you're losing out on like 20 mil or The thing is, the thing is I was reading that. Even if even if he played for free, the the league wouldn't let him. Like the league would still wouldn't let Barcelona sign him on because they're still hundred and ten percent over their wages. Even if they if, even if he played for free, so they still he, have to how sell. Do they even get to right that now they can't the register. I, no idea. They can't register. Well, mainly Griezmann and shit like that, but they can't register the pie at the moment. Oh, I've they seen sign? that. Aguero. Wait, they still can't even. They can't. Wait, even did play. that get enforced this season? I believe so. Or it's dude, maybe what two seasons in. Do, I think dude. it's like, but and and here's the thing now because Barcelona now in terms of financial fair play. So one, they drain themselves out of money for paying Messi all along these years. Yeah, like and then now they because have of to pay him like a fifty million dollar loyalty exit bonus. You know, like dude, they have spent a billion dollars exactly. on Messi, literally. You know, at least, at least, and deserved. I mean, he's won them everything. Yeah, but you know, they they lost one hundred and thirty seven million. I was I was listening to right now on RTP. 137 they're expected to lose on, on just jersey sales alone and shit like that like it's ridiculous um but yeah i mean they just even if he played for free like they couldn't they couldn't register him it's 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 crazy all this money spent on like dembeles yeah. and griezmann's and and uh uh Coutinho's and shit like that has just fucking railed i feel them. like they've been i can't even been, blame i can't even blame messi I they've had a Barcelona. very good line of credit with the bank for a really long time so they've basically just been like faking it this whole time, and now it's all just a decade of faking it is like coming to a head uh, at the same time, you know. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyways, yeah. Good messy talk. Uh Nothing has happened in Mudalidads, right? I mean, Olympics. If Steph, if you know, uh, we talked. I mean, we before, talked about the Olympics, right? We've talked about the Olympics. Has anything yeah. happened since? I think we won a gold medal. Not us, Spartan, but Portugal won a gold medal, right? Yeah. Pichardo, yeah. yeah. the the uh, Cuban Portuguese, and was like beefing with Nelson Evra. Like, yeah. well, I still don't even fully know what's good with that. Like, me neither. It's, it's jealousy. He's jealous, Nelson Evra. Because he's no he longer is better than ever ever was, and he's only like twenty. Well, that's uh, uh, never he's no longer the, the peak of his career. Yeah, he's fucking old. He's about yeah. to retire. Like, but he had a great career. He, he did he, he, indeed. He he had a great career for Benfica, a great career for Sporting. Now it's uh, it's it's his chance. But I don't know if you guys notice on on Twitter and 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 Facebook and Instagram uh, how much. Uh, uh, Comentários racistas against Pichardo, which is embarrassing. Really? Yeah, uh, saying he's not Portuguese. Yeah, you said that they, they, they Portugal normally have a problem with that. I think so. Like, I never knew they cared about I remember, if they won a gold I remember the Medega incident, obviously. The Medega incident is the most notorious in my mind, but like, I feel like there's always stories in the English media about like, oh, this player missed a, a PK, so then like. He got flooded with racist DMs. Like, like, I don't feel, I feel like maybe it's just not reported on, but at least, at least I can't recall that like being like a prominent story in Portugal ever. Now, por Portugal, uh, I mean, the vast majority, the, if, uh, our people, they're good people, of course. I'm not saying that, but they're still, they're still a good percentage of, uh, yeah. Yeah. of, of little pricks, you know, and then they're not afraid to go on Facebook and Twitter and, and, uh, and steal our audio. But, you know, to, to me, if he wore the Portuguese jersey, if he naturalized, he is Portuguese. There's no difference to me. What's, what makes you more Portuguese than him? I don't get that at all. And I don't care that they, he, he, he was training at Benfica because the only two clubs in Portugal that gives conditions for these athletes, uh, it's Sporting and Benfica. Mm -hmm. Porto doesn't really pay much attention to track and fields. They used to, but not anymore. So if these athletes didn't have Sporting and Benfica, they, they wouldn't even be in the Olympics. It should be the government of Portugal giving them condition. But I think they give them like, I think it's uh, 16 million. 16 million, which is nothing. Yeah. 16 million is like a thousand something a month for the best athletes. How can you live with a thousand something a month? If it wasn't for Sporting and Benfica, because the last 12 years, Bifika wins all the time in, uh, in track and field in the men division. And we win in the females. Uh, and it's been 12 years for each, each, each uh, club. So kudos to Sporting and Bifika in that, in that department. They do a pretty good job in giving the, these athletes all the conditions. And we at least got four medals, uh, two, two for Sporting. And also Patricia Mamona, silver in the triple jump. And uh, Jorge Fonseca. Uh, the bronze medal in judo, and Ubefico Fernando Pimenta in canoa, and Upishard uh, in a triple jump. And I saw all the competitions, and uh, I was uh, excited. And it didn't matter to me. Uh, Portugal is Portugal. I put the clubs aside, and uh, I was I was glad we we won four medals. It was a big deal. Agreed. Agreed. All right, last thing of the show. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, next game against Braga. Um, 
first off, we, we've started to uh, do a little competition here at the 160EN. Um, so we're actually taking down the uh, predictions of uh, each game. This was last game. Um, Sam predicted a 4 nothing. Um, those are the goal scorers, Paulinho 2, Jovan Pot. I did a 4-1. Chris and Steph got it spot on with a 3-0 win. Uh, Steph predicted Pot, Paulinho, Jovan, um, which well, I'll go to the point system in a sec. He just, you know, that Jovan missed penalty just, just cost Steph a point. Um, and, uh, yeah, so here's our point system as it stands. Uh, from the first game of the season, we had uh, – I think it's this one. No, sorry. I have two tabs open. I'm for, I forgot which one it is. It is this one. We have Steph in first with five points. Me and uh, with four. Me and Chris tied for four. I got the goal scorers right. Chris got the score right and a goal scorer right. Sam with three. Nando with two. And I ask you guys now today, uh, what are we saying for the Braga game? Uh, Steph, I'll start it off with you seeing as you're first. I already said 2-1. Um, I said um, 2-1 for Sporting Club, evidentemente. Uh, a goal do Pot and Paulinho. And I even said the goal for Braga because, hey, I want bonus bonus. Points. no bonus, bonus points. points. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> no oh, bonus yeah. Okay, wait, oh, bonus right. points are <laughs> only against the big four. And okay. it doesn't, it doesn't, if you can guess the, the, the name of the player, why not? I mean, that's okay. Big, so if I predict who scores for me today, you know, I mean, I, I, I say three-one or whatever. Okay, okay. Said, I'm gonna do Pasfereda, bro. I'm just saying no, no, tank. No, just in case. <laughs> the point only counts if you guess the name of the player. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You got, you got to make it more difficult, of course. I said Ricardo, <laughs> Ricardo Arta. Uh, okay, I like that. I like that. How about you, Chris? I am going to go one nothing Sporting, pot the goal. Well, no, but I both took my. You guys both took my thing. I was gonna say two one as well, uh, just because of last game. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go two one as well. I'll go uh, I'll go. Jovan and pot, and uh, for bonus points. I don't know, bro. Francesco again. He just got sold. What? Or actually, Sick. he's rumored to be sold. I don't know if he'll the play. The still? No, the Bordeaux. No. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Okay, 2 nothing, 2 nothing Sporting. Sorry. 2-0 <laughs> Sporting. 5 million. Dave's saying a 2-2 two, two draw. They say 5 million to, to Bordeaux. How much for Porto on April moment? So I saw someone that said I saw someone that said a sporting sign and it'd be ten for fifty. So they sell them to France for five for a hundred. And I'm like, honestly, that's probably like that's probably right. Closer to accurate than inaccurate, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, we'll keep updating this as uh as time goes on. Um yeah, man. Another great podcast, guys. Thanks for everybody joining in the chats. I think I've gone through everything today. Uh, I so. can't think of anything else. Perfect. We'll see you on the next podcast, guys. Um, thanks, everybody, again, like I said, for joining us. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, follow us on Twitter, Sporting160 underscore EN. Everything else is Sporting160 and Spotify, all that good stuff. YouTube. Um, if you're watching YouTube, on YouTube subscribe. and you're not subscribed, just subscribe right now. Facts. If you're on Facebook and you're not following us, 
the hell, what the hell, what the hell, man? <laughs> fix that shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, guys, another great one. See you well, uh, dude, later. Johnny, and, uh, I haven't, I haven't been in a couple months, but next time I go, I will let you know, bro. Thanks. Hey, right. we miss, uh, we miss uh, oh, Sam sorry. and and Nadine and Nandinho. Next time they'll be here. Un grande abrazo to all the listeners, Mark Paul, John Sinead, Mark Casoil. Usually, usually say all the names. Uh, you know, I can keep. I know. Up. I don't like it anymore. Right. I don't like it because, like, I you miss a few after. And then I feel like you can't even. Scroll I can't. All the way back. You can't. Yeah. Not from the start, because then you forget who started in the that's start. Been, you know, Mike Casoil, Sedingu, Matt. You know, shout out to Paul, bro. Like, you know, I don't want to forget anybody, bro. I feel bad sometimes. Uh, to everybody. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. Exactly. You just get them all out of the way at once, you know? That's <laughs> it. Shout out to you guys, man. Appreciate it. And uh, see you next time, guys. See you. You are Spartan. Viva.